Welcome to Mind the Skills Gap, where we explore the barriers to skills transfer and how you can overcome them. In this mini-series, my colleagues and I share insights into the neuroscience of learning and practical ideas how you can use it to beat the transfer challenge. So, welcome back to Neuroscience for Learning. And this episode is all about how our brains are designed to forget. Remember Tina Harris? She's back with some top tips on memory and how we can help to support memory. But why do our brains forget? It's because it's important. We can't possibly remember everything, so we need to forget some stuff. But of course, at work, we also need to remember stuff. So what's happening in our brain when we're remembering? The piece of our brain that's really important for memory is our hippocampus, and that's buried here in the heart of your cerebrum. Remember that brain? And the hippocampus is like a conductor of memory. It doesn't store memory for the long term. What it does is it sorts and processes memories. So as information comes into your brain during the day, it goes to your hippocampus, and it kind of holds it there until you go to sleep at night, at which point it's filtered, it's sorted, and it's distributed across various parts of your brain. So any sensory input that came into your brain is stored in your sensory cortices. Our brains are multisensory, and senses really help us remember. We tag some memories with really strong emotions. So if it's happy, if we're sad, if we're fearful, if we're you know just feeling kind of halfway today, The things that we remember strongly are the things that we tag with strong emotions. It says, remember this or forget it. Ebbinghaus shows us that if something's not relevant and we don't repeat it, then we tend to forget it, which is why we forget so many things. So there are things we can do to overcome the forgetting curve and to help her remember stuff that is, you know, perhaps less emotional in its context. Some of that work stuff. So, Tina, what do you do to design in and and to support memory and prevent the forgetting? Um, So there's a number of things we can do. Um, Firstly, what we want to do is deliberately build in memory triggers into the programmes themselves. So thinking about what types of memory triggers there are. um, We've already spoken in motivation about linking We've you've just mentioned emotions, novelty, all of those are really good memory triggers. Um, you can also incorporate anchors, so things like mnemonics um, or things that help people to anchor the learning to something um, can be really helpful. And stories. So if we think about stories um, and all the things they incorporate in terms of emotions, senses, patterns, um, you know, really, really uh, impactful stories. Um, And then there's uh, the repetition piece, which you spoke about. Now, you need to encourage recall, not recognition. So what we want people to do is to use those neural pathways again and again. And that's why what's quite interesting, it's quite good to forget because we want people to the pathway to to, um, stop firing and then be refired to get those uh, uh, to get those neural pathways stronger. So actually having spaces between is really important. So doing things like reviews in a ne- in a next module for previous learning um, means that people have a bit of space and then they review and recall it again. Um, we use space repetition questions for particular knowledge pieces. So all of those can really help um, with remembering. 
Thank you very much, Tina. So next time you are worried about forgetting something, use Tina's tips to help you remember it. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mind the Skills Gap. If you liked it, hit subscribe. You can follow me, Stella Collins, on LinkedIn and find out more about how Stella Labs is tackling the skills gap at stellalabs.eu.